Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up. My name is Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad. Without any further ado, let's get started. You know, I know we did this once before, but I thought I'd do it in a little more detail because I got a lot of questions regarding this topic, and I'm trying to cover all the meetings in order. So I thought it might be a good idea to cover The Daily Stand-Up in The Daily Stand-Up one more time. So The Daily Stand-Up may, may be the most critical and most misunderstood of all Agile meetings. While keeping up with status is critical, this meeting, like the retrospective, should belong to the team. It's owned by the team. This is a chance to practice team-enforced accountability and build trust between the team and the organization. This meeting should be laser-focused and deliver a solid accountability report for each person on the team. This meeting can also be leveraged to identify and resolve any outstanding issues. As long as the meeting is kept short, small in size, and relevant, this meeting will best help keep teams and organizations on task. This is the best way that we can get our head around the work, understand where we're going, and keep things going. So from an input perspective, individual accountability and the ability to report on completed work from the prior day, the ability to commit to what work you intend to complete today, and the desire to help resolve any impediment that could be preventing work from moving forward for yourself or for the team as a whole. For expected output perspective, I, I want to have a committed plan for the day that's easily understood and adds value towards the sprint goal. The daily team meeting is designed to be a very fast checkpoint that allows team members to gain insight regarding their work for that day. As far as duration is concerned, you know, I have some pretty strict rules for duration. I say the duration for this meeting is 30 seconds per person, never to exceed 15 minutes in total for the meeting. This meeting takes place every single day, except for the day that we do planning. So on Sprint Planning Day, we wouldn't be holding this meeting. In this meeting, we, we hope to address three key questions. Now, these questions have been a topic of controversy for some time, but I finally come to a set of three that I feel are really rock solid and you know hit a home run as far as what we're trying to teach. Question one, did you complete all the work that you committed to complete yesterday? If not, what happened? What took place? What led you astray? What caused you not to be able to do that? Question two, what do you commit to complete today? Now, I know that might sound a little bit confrontational or harsh, but it's not intended to be. It's just asking people to give more than a high level, oh, I hope I'm going to do this, or I think I might do that. You know, we want to get people to kind of lock in. And then question three, if any impediments do remain outstanding, this is a good time to address them. But if you're here to introduce a new impediment, my question would be, why did you wait until this meeting to introduce that impediment? While this meeting is not focused on problem solving, it is critically important to address outstanding issues that still, that still need resolution, that still have something that's missing. I think that oftentimes we look at this and we say, no problem solving, so we shouldn't be solving any problem. But we want to make sure that we're addressing the key questions, the key issues, the key concerns, and uh, you know, get those things set up in a way that's productive. So from a participation standpoint, I expect the product owner to be there every single day. Scrum master, every day. Scrum team, every day. Optional, anyone can come to the meeting as long as they come to the meeting as an observer. So in review, the meeting should only last 15 minutes or less. We don't want it to be long-winded. We said 30 seconds per person, not to exceed 15 minutes. Should be held in the same time, same place every day, so there's no confusion about where to go or who to, uh, you know, who to ask. It should be 
every day, same time, same place. Now, the concept of no problem solving, I'm going to evolve that a little bit and say no pontificating to solve problems. If you have a short problem that can be solved in 30 seconds or less, solve the problem. It's going to cause us all a lot better, uh, a lot better mental state in the long run and create an environment of psychological safety. You know, we don't want someone who can solve a problem to be quiet. We want to encourage them to speak up and help us solve the issue. Uh, no electronics of any kind. This is just so it doesn't cause any distractions. Obviously, if you have a medically necessitated electronic, you should bring it into the meeting. But we want to make sure that we're just not distracted. We want to make sure people can focus. And that includes broadcasting things on a screen. What I found is if you're broadcasting your latest instance of JIRA, whatever tool you're using on a screen, you know, people are going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to everyone else. I was looking at my work in a tool. And it's just going to cause some grief or some heartache. We want to make sure that we don't have that happen. No one should be writing down everything that everyone says, so there's no pen or paper to record. I love this quote, since there's no such thing as taking minutes, in a meeting it only takes minutes, and there's no such thing as seconds, no one should be writing anything down. Yeah, I thought that was pretty unique. Now, if the team if the team agrees that the Scrum Master should be able to jot down an impediment, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I think that's proper use of recording. I think the intent here is that we're not recording everything that every person says in order to hold it against them in a court of law, right? Uh, the team rules should be clearly posted on a wall, and everyone should be able to see them. The team should have already pre-agreed on these rules and feel like you know they're confident or comfortable with what's there. You know, we certainly don't want to be late. You know, uh, I charge fines when people are late to my meeting. I know not every organization can do that, but we charge a dollar a minute if you're late, uh, twenty bucks if you miss the entire meeting. Uh, fines then go to a reputable charity of the team's choosing once per quarter. So the team's fun fund, beer fund, slush fund, or donut fund are not reputable charities. And if they have someone on your team named Charity, chances are she's not reputable. Of course, I'm just kidding. But the point is, we want to make sure that the fines go someplace good. And, and I want to make sure that that's clear. So I invite the team in when we transfer the money to that charity each quarter so that they can see the funds reach its destination. Uh, the team does stand in a circle. They stand to have increased blood flow so that they can think better and remember things. And, you know, it's just medically better for us to stand anyway. Plus, we can see each other face to face. Why a circle? Well, traditionally a circle comes from the knights, uh, King Arthur and the Knights at a round table, where there's no head or foot of a circle. It makes everyone equal. It makes everyone feel confident or comfortable about where they are in the circle. Observers are allowed to come, but they're not allowed to be in a circle of trust. You know, they should be around the outside of the circle. Observers, of course, follow all the same rules as the people in the meeting, and we stick to those three questions we just now discussed. We should always, always, always end on time and make sure that we allow uh, certain exceptions for remote teams. So based on how far away they are, sometimes we will use a phone for reporting if they're just within a you know, contingent United States. If they're you know, multiple time zones away, you know, in India and Los Angeles and crazy places like that, you know, we want to make sure that we have a different way to set this up. Now, one of the things that I do encourage in this case is uh, the use of electronics. I know it's going back on what I said before, but if you're really remote, it makes sense sometimes to go ahead and record your daily stand-up, uh, record their daily stand-up, and then watch their daily stand-up in the morning and record your new one. Now, there shouldn't be an archive kept of these. This should just be for the previous day, and you're recording over that one with your new one. And this is going to allow to build team trust, but it's also going to allow you to have the latest information very quickly regarding what's happening with it within a team workflow. So that way, it, it the whole purpose of this meeting, I guess, in a summary, is that it's no longer a status report. It's, it's about team accountability, and it's about 
working together and finding common ground and solving problems and being able to speak up when you need to. And I think that if you employ these things and make this meeting the best it could be, this can be the keystone or the, the corner marking for you to make everything else work around this because the teams will get comfortable with this format and it's going to help them in the long run to be comfortable doing all the things they need to do. As always, I hope you found this session useful. For more information, you can always visit AgileDad.com where we cover this topic and many other topics. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile. Until next time, take care.